And then one day she decided to start living her own life. She organized her crap and she got busy. Good day and welcome to Organized Chaos. I'm your host, Kimberly Jensen, and I'm bringing you kind of a different episode today. I don't know that it will, well, it actually could encourage you to change the whole direction of your life, really. (laughs) But it also could just be another reason why you stopped following me. Just kidding. I hope not. I surely hope not. I'm going to apologize for any sniffles. I either woke up with new allergies or cold. I haven't decided. Uh, Either way, we are here. We are back in action. And I'm actually going to have no, um, there's no sponsor for today's episode because there's going to be a lot of sponsors for today's episode throughout this episode. And we'll get to that. So before I kick it off, I just want to say have an open mind because I think that that part of what I want to talk about comes from a lot of like preset judgments that, you know, you've made or you've gleaned over the years. And I just want to say open your mind, open your heart and do a little soul searching while I'm talking and see if this does, uh, this does sit right for you and potentially is something that could honestly bring your whole life freedom. So before we, uh, I say anymore, let's get going. Okay. So a little backstory. I was postpartum with my second baby at about seven months. And I remember thinking to myself, I struggled with Carter. Carter was number two. I struggled with sending him to daycare. I worked full time at a church. Um, my daughter was there, you know, she was still only 15. Well, I guess at that point, almost two years, almost two years. And for some reason he was just different. I don't know if it was because he was a boy. I don't know if he was kind of, he was mama's boy and he was a little more needy. Um, but I didn't like the way they held him. I didn't like the way they fed him. I didn't like the way they looked at him. I didn't like the way they took away his blanket that wasn't going to suffocate him. I didn't like any, literally nothing. I can't tell you how many times I left crying, um, until the final day when I walked in and I literally grabbed him and all of his things and said, he won't be back. And on my way home crying yet again, this was actually a very tearful time in my life. I said to my husband, I, I can't do it anymore. I, he can't go you know, he can't go here. And he'd been going only, I think at that point for like a month. And I said, I just pulled him. I kind of lost, I looked a little bit crazy and, um, I can't take him back there. And of course at that point, we're not going to take him some other daycare because while well, we don't have anywhere else to take him and I work at a church with a full-time daycare, I do believe that God was, had his hand on Carter because there ended up being some problems in that classroom. Just a side note. But always trust your instincts, friends. Always trust your instincts. Anyway, I uh, I remember being home and, you know, we rallied in between my mom and my mother-in-law. And, you know, we ended up meeting this incredible woman who ended up helping us all the way up until Brooks for the next, you know, six years. And we, um, and we rallied to make it work for him. But I say all this to say there was this moment of like, is this what it's for? Like... Was I just supposed to have babies and then, you know, like drop them off and cry all the time? And like, I just, it, it, it hit a chord that I had never even, why again, never really thought about 
There's a lot of things you don't think about in your life until it all of a sudden is staring you in the face and you now have to figure out how you're going to proceed. And so I was at this turning point in my life where it felt like I just want to be home. I don't know how to be home. I have these two small kids. I, you know, I need more like freedom in my day. And I also needed to lose about 50 pounds because I was carrying all of my baby weight still, still wearing my, you know, pre or pre-pregnancy what are those called prenatal jeans I think that's what they're called with the big waist guy it's been a while anyway um still wearing all of those clothes and was like man this is this isn't I have you know some baby blues I just kept thinking like is this what we we just like do it and then we die and then we just work and work and you know, our kids just go to, okay, you know, just not, and then like, we still want to have more kids. Like, this is wild. Like how if we threw another kid into to this pit mix, like then what happens? Uh, and it just, nothing flowed. And so I needed to lose weight. And one night I was cruising the, the socials and a girlfriend of mine had stated that she had replaced her nursing income. And I was like, what? I mean, I work at a church. Can't imagine my church income being more than her nursing income. And so I reached out. And of course, she lost a ton of weight too. And basically, she was sharing what had worked for her. And by sharing what worked for her, other people joined her. And this was the very first time I ever really did any research into what exactly a MLM, which is a multi-level marketing um, pyramid not pyramid, like wrong word. Don't can I erase that? I can't. I could, but that requires editing. That's something I don't like to do as a podcaster. Um, and so I and uh, social selling, network sales. Um, I I started to research because I had always thought that these pyramid things were basically schemes, and that someone got rich and you got poor. And so I did all the research I could and I realized that, yes, there are those actually, those kinds of pyramids are illegal, like where basically the person at the top is always going to make the most money and everyone underneath can never make as much as the person at the top. Well, that's not how Beachbody worked. Um, You made money if you sold things, if you, you know, if you built a team and the team bought stuff, then you, you know, made money that way also. Um, Fast forward for, you know, five, six years, I definitely got caught in the, I don't want to say caught. I definitely got wrapped up in the accolade of the business. And, you know, it felt good for my ego to sit at number 17 in a, you know, half of a million person company. Uh, it felt good to be an elite coach, which really just meant I got free stuff in the mail and maybe a free trip. I had to think about the free trip, but I don't know if there actually was a free trip. Um, and I got access to like cool new products first. Not bad things by any means, but there was this, the amount of stress that came with that and the amount of like having to fill holes when someone stopped ordering was more than my gut could handle. And, and honestly more than I need, like I just, that wasn't, I was fueling an ego, not what I originally started out doing. So let's go back to when I started. Um, I was, uh, I had been with Beachbody for about five months and, um, we ended up miscarrying and all in the same like month, I realized like, I didn't, I don't want to do this anymore. Um, I don't want to work anymore. And I had at that point pretty much replaced my income 
with Beachbody's income. Um, and you know, through the years it was, you know, it was, I was able to have, you know, for two more kids. Um, we moved a couple times and I was able to stay very flexible. I could work anywhere. Um, but I worked, I worked hard and, and it, it was never like an hour a day kind of job. It was like a, it was an eight hour job of scanning the social medias of the world, finding people that wanted to build a business and or work out and take care of themselves. And that became, that got old over time. And over time I began to, you know, as I built my Instagram up and for all those asking, you know, my best advice is to just be raw and real and show up every day, every single day. Um, do the live videos, do the reels, do the stories, do the, you know, you want to grow an Instagram, you got to do Instagram's Instagram way. You want to grow Facebook, you got to do what they, they come up with new tools, you got to use them. Um, that's really my best (laughs) advice for Instagram is just to be authentic and, you know, don't share all the gimmicks, just share who you are and why things work and, uh, and why it's working in your personal life. Because if people choose to follow you, they want to know why you like this product or you like this workout or you like this shirt, whatever. It's about you, not any other reason. So be you. And uh, one of the biggest things I used to always get back when I was like trying to build, you know, business or build business builders was they, but there's so many people in the world and why would they need me? And there's, you know, back to Dr. Seuss, there's no one who's you truer than true. That's not how it goes, but you know what I'm saying? Um, and so that it show up always as you, no one has your stories. No one has your backstory. No one has things that you've gone through. Only you have those. Right. And so to say like the world, you know, there's so many people be like, oh my gosh, I know everybody knows a Beachbody coach. Correct. But does everybody know your, you as a Beachbody coach? Does everybody know your story? Does everybody know that you tore your ACL at 16 and you've been recovering ever since or back surgery or cancer or whatever? Your story is what people are attracted to. So when you show up as authentic and transparent, people will gradually want you to be their coach. So sorry, that was an eight minute lead in to what I really came to talk about. Sorry, but I felt like it was necessary. Anyway, sometime around 2020, I, as Instagram, you know, had a pretty good following. I started to see a lot of like influencers, right? Like we, this is like a whole new world for us, like social selling, like people like, Oh, here's what I bought at Target. You should go buy it too. Here's my link. And I was like, what are all these links? Like what had, like why, how do they get to sell all these things? Is it hot? Like, do, is it because they're like famous or they're, they have, you know, 17 bajillion followers? Like, what is it? And lo and behold, it's literally nothing. You just have to apply and do the work. Um, and honestly, ever since I realized that selling something you use every day is about as unwork as you'll ever know. To talk about things that make your life easier or you use on the daily is very natural. And that's what began to happen. Um, and I realized how many affiliate, every company has an affiliate because guess what's the fastest growing selling source in the world? Social selling. Every company wants people talking about their things. And the reality is, is we've gone away from big business. People like helping small businesses. And so if, you know, like you could buy nails from me, but you could also go buy nails from Target, like by, 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 
and it's cheaper over here with me, you're thinking, not only are you buying great nails, but you're also buying, you're also helping a family. Whereas like Target's good, you know, like Walmart, they got it. Amazon's on lock. Even if you use an Amazon leak, you know, from, from somebody, at least part of that's going towards the person. I don't know about you, but I'm all into that. I, I, I think that the greatest thing we can ever do is be each other's advocates and help help one another out in areas of things you're going to buy anyway. So anytime I want to go buy something, I simply look, I'll even Google, I'll be like, you know, a f- social selling um, Dyson vacuum, right? And someone will pop up and it'll be on their blog. And you know, I'm like, Oh, cool. Look at she's a family of six. I'm gonna go buy it from her. She probably just made 30 bucks off of me. That's rad versus Dyson or Target or Costco all getting all of our money. I love giving back to like the little guys of the world, right? And so I just slowly began to basically, and the reason this came up was people ask all the time, like, how did you get to the place where you just have multiple streams of income and you don't have to work? Now I should say like, it's still, I mean, it's still work. Like I put out a newsletter that's work. I put, you know, have to put some posts together. That's work. Um, but ultimately I am sharing what works for me naturally. And then people go and they buy that. Um, but you have, you have to show up and, and actually a couple, maybe like a year ago, a good girlfriend's mine was like, I think you need to be more salesy. And I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, I just feel like sometimes it's not obvious that like I could go buy that, you know, shirt from you versus going and finding it on target. Put your links up there for everything. Like every time you wear an outfit, every link, which I'm still not great at. I'm sorry for those of you that are still waiting for a link and an outfit. I promise if you ask me, I will, I will send it to you. <laughs> I was like, will I? Yes, I will find the link and I will send it to you. Um, but the, the reality is, is at this point in the game, Target has an affiliate program. Walmart has an affiliate program. Costco has an affiliate program. McDonald's has an affiliate program. I mean, you name it, every company that you have that you use has an affiliate program. And then there's things like, like it to know it. Well, now anybody's available. So any, pretty much any site, I'd say 80% of sites, maybe even 90, actually I probably go as far as say 90. Um, they all use like it to know it. So now you have a like it to know it account and everything you use from the $4 scheduler that you bought off an Etsy and you want to tell somebody about it, you have it. Uh, and these are simple things like, you know, I, I talked about this in a post last night, but like these nails, okay, they've been life-changing because they've saved so much money in time in, and I love having my nails done, but I don't love having to go. And so for me, I can share my nails and then like, let's just say four people go buy them. Well, now I have, you know, I just probably earned enough commission to buy myself two new sets of nails or four new sets of nails. That's makes sense to me. And when we find things that we use and all of a sudden we're getting paid back for products that we're using, you basically just become, you know, so when someone asks like, well, what do you do? And I was like, well, I just share what I use on the social medias of the world and I make money. And that has allowed me to then 
prosper into creating my own company, Organized Chaos, that allows me to podcast, that allows me to pour into women on a spiritual sense, that allows me to create summer programs that people stay accountable to themselves. These are all, it allows me to create boot camps for neighborhoods. It, it gives me the freedom to do what I love because it's just a monetary source of income. Uh, you know, I have, and then there's, there are still great I don't want to say multi-level marketing companies out there, but there is some fantastic social selling. Um, I am a Modere rep and Modere is like breakthrough. Um, they have a social selling, uh, pay structure and, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, the way they organize their company is phenomenal. And so like, if you're like using liquid collagen, like get yourself like they not only they're like wild, someone buys from you, you get an email an hour later you get paid. And so that's like an instant, right? Whereas not all of them are like that, but I would say most of them are weekly pay. They're paying you, they're putting the money right back in your pocket. Um, and I don't know about you, but I think that that is pretty powerful. Um, and, and as much as like, maybe you're like, well, I feel like I'd be salesy. Um, I think that's the way that we, I think that that's what, that's what's currently okay. Like it's trendy to be salesy in that sense. Like, Hey, because you're not being salesy in the sense of like, like I just had this huge, you know, I just bought, I don't even know, 10 bathing suits from this company and I would naturally share them anyway, right? Like if I'm at the pool and someone's like, Oh my gosh, I love that cut. I need that bathing suit in my life. Where did you get it? I'm going to send them to that website and they're going to buy it and that company's going to get all the money versus, well, I might as well get paid back for what I'm wearing. I might as well get a little kickback for sharing, telling this person to go online because the likelihood of her buying one bathing suit, she's probably going to end up buying four, especially right now because they're doing buy two, get one free. Uh, I'll mention all of these things in my show notes. Today's show notes might be a little uh, long, but if you want to create freedom in your schedule, freedom in your finances, freedom in you love <laughs> you love shopping and you would rather just get paid for it, well, then get paid for it. You know, I think what I love is like I don't want to buy – like a lot of companies, you got to buy all the product – um, and I guess it, I guess as long as you're buying the product because you would use it, it's totally fine, but there's no inventory here. It's just a natural, like, well, I have it. So I'm going to share about it, right? I have this product. So I'm going to just tell people, um, and that can go as far down to like as your toothbrush. I mean, I, I really, the, the amount of things that can now be shared via social media as a social seller, there's nothing off the list, literally nothing. And as you get more and more creative, you could be, you know, you're going to start realizing like, oh man, like you're, you know, we like love this kid toy. This kid toy is phenomenal. I remember one time I bought this thing. I can't even remember what it was, but I had found it on a site. It was cool. And I shared it, um, around, it was around Christmas. And I think I ended up making like $400 from this like $22 toy. And I thought to myself, this is kind of crazy, right? Like it's just a $20 toy that I bought for Hudson that I'm putting under the tree and $400 later, you know, we're now, we have that access. Um, and I know what you're thinking, like you don't have the followers to, for all these people to purchase. 
that comes naturally with growth because all of a sudden you're going to be like, oh, well, I can share this. Or you end up having more, um, I feel like because you have less things on your plate or you're being more creative, you end up coming out with that post that really is life-giving. Or you end up showing your friend like, hey, let's both go do Modere and let's build it together. And now we're, you know, having fun and making money. The, I think that, you know, I went to school for a variety of things at some point, but I ended up graduating with a degree in business and marketing. And um, we were talking about uh, the other day about how no one uses their degree anymore. And I thought to myself and I said, I think I'm using my degree to like, I think this is exactly my degree. Um, the only difference is back then there was no Instagram. There was no um, Facebook did exist. Uh, but that was about it. And, you know, nobody had personal blogs. But now it's like, these are all, this is what the day and this is what today's world looks like. And I am 100% using my marketing degree. Uh, it's just I'm marketing myself. <laughs> I don't know if that was part of the, uh, the college assignment, but here we are. Made it. <laughs> I made it. Hey, Dad, we're doing great. I may, I'm using my degree. Uh, I know that's always something he says, but I think that if you can sell what you love on multiple avenues, you will be shocked at what can happen in your life because you will now create a place to share, a place to grow. Um, and one last piece of advice that I have, and then I will wrap this up. This is a longer episode than I think I've had in a while. When you find um, an MLM, like a something where you're going to get paid residual income, is probably a great, like I would have that as a part of your backbone. Um, because you having people who also want to do something with you. So like Beachbody, for example, I've been with Beachbody for so long that that is my biggest source of income, even though I no longer do a lot of the things that they would have me do. I am still in, I still have tons of customers and, and tons of coaches underneath me. So there's volume that turns into money, you know, every week. Um, and so I would, definitely find a backbone. Um, you know, I know a lot of people love, um, beauty counter or, um, Arbonne or should I just sell the ones that I sell? What am I doing? See, I'm not a seller by trade. It's it. I'll just send you somewhere else. I mean, like you could do like Beachbody or Modare or Red Aspen. <laughs> Is that better? Are you guys that more? That was Notice how my voice has to change to be a salesperson. Anywho, you get the gist. I think figuring out how you and it, and becoming a social seller, selling what works for you, is becomes a blast, and uh, it becomes something that you will enjoy. And then it gives creative space to maybe really pursuing what you really want to do. And you might not be able to do that because you work full time somewhere, or you, you know you're pouring into something else. But if you find the freedom in this specific thing, then all of a sudden you're going to be like, oh, well now I have more time to do this. And that little, you know, target affiliate check is going to go a long way because now you're really fulfilling what you love. And I don't think there's anything greater than that. So that's my two cents. 
on how to create a better, or I don't want to say better, how to have multiple streams of income, how to grow and stay with Instagram, and how to make everything that you love and use on the daily um, as a means to uh, grow a business that is ultimately your brand. Well, are we still friends? Did you make it through the episode without cringing? Because I tried to sell you things. I actually don't think I really sold you anything today. Uh, I did sell you potentially some freedom in your life or some freedom in your finance. (laughs) Just don't let anything stand in your way because you think something is one way. Because I can tell you if I would have allowed that to be the case, I wouldn't have made it very far in a lot of the things that I'm currently doing. But somehow we've been able to create and successfully maintain brands that work for us and our family. And um, I don't think, I think that that's one of the greatest things you'll ever do is if you can, you know, find something that gives you space to be more of what you want to be. In my opinion, you figured it out. You figured out the secret to uh, living a life uh, by design. So, anyway, I hope this uh, episode was enticing. I hope that if you have any questions or aren't sure where to start or would love to do something like this, but just you have no idea what to do, uh, reach out and I'll happily point you in the direction of what I think, where I think most people should start and uh, we can go from there. Have a fantastic day and don't forget sharing is caring.